welcome back to the Digital Mama podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We are on episode two. Today, we are going to be jumping in to what a digital business is not. And the reason why I want to talk about this in particular is because there's a lot of different models of digital business, e-commerce, all different kinds of business models that it can get confusing. So we're going to clarify all the things that a digital business is not. And we're also going to talk about what it truly brings you as a mom, as an individual, and to your family. We are also going to be diving in a bit to some of the challenges of a digital business. And the reason why I am going to be discussing that is because, as you'll see in this episode, I talk a lot about why digital business is amazing, because it absolutely is, but I want you to understand truly what a digital business is and what you're getting yourself into. So we discuss a couple of the challenges and the hurdles that I have overcome in my own business. I want to give you a little disclaimer that I am going to be talking about a few different types of businesses. And if you are in those businesses or if you have done those in the past, this by no means is any disrespect to you or to the business that you've worked on. I just want to clarify exactly what you're getting yourself into so that you have a very clear understanding of what this type of digital business is and you can make the best decision if it's right for you or not. Before we jump into what a digital business is not, I want to ask you a question. And the reason why I want to ask you this question is because I want to highlight what I just talked about with what a digital business can truly bring you and your family and to your life. So the question is, why do you want to start a business? Maybe you've had an inkling, maybe you're trying to figure it out, maybe you have no idea what you want to do, but there is some desire there for you to have more control over your life. So if I say to you right now, why are you feeling that nudge or that pull to create something of your own, whether it's a digital business or not? Why are you feeling that way? Your answer could be a million different things, but let's go with some of the most popular ones. I want to make more money. I want to have control over my schedule. I need more flexibility. I don't want to have to answer to a boss. These are all very common reasons why people decide to start their own businesses. But when you really get down to the core, the very core reason as to why people start their own businesses, specifically when we're talking about the mom side hustle and digital business in general, it's because there is a very strong desire for freedom, just freedom. And it can be masked by, I want more money, I want more flexibility, I want more quality time with my kids. And when you take each one of those reasons and you draw it back to the very core, it's going to be directly tied to more freedom in your life, complete freedom in your life. And that's something that everybody deserves and I commend the people who go after that because 
it is a road less traveled because it can be difficult, but it, it is so unbelievably rewarding. So just by being here and listening to this, you're answering something that's stirring inside of you saying, I want more. I deserve better than my current situation and therefore I am going to do something about it and achieve that level of freedom in your life that most don't truly have. And when I'm talking about freedom, I'm talking about complete freedom in your day. What is it that you do that day? You can decide from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed. You have the income and the finances to live generously to do the things with your money that you've always wanted to do as if money was not even a concern anymore. And money certainly does give you freedom in life, but many people who start their own business want to achieve a certain level of success. But once they get there, they realize that money is just one of the perks that comes with having that level of freedom. Freedom in your time and freedom in your schedule is one of the most precious gifts you can give yourself when your kids are small. And so many moms I know feel that way and that I have spoken to, and I certainly feel that way. And a bit selfishly, of course I wanna have quality time with my kids, and I wanna have the time that I spend with them to be fun and uplifting and all of those things, but I think so often as moms, it's so easy for us to just put any extra time that we have into that quality time with our kids, which is great, which is fine. But what about time for yourself? What about being able to say, you know what, I am going to take the afternoon and go get my nails done, go get my hair done, walk around the store, go for a walk, work out, whatever it is that you like to do and have absolutely zero guilt about it because you have the, the time to spend with your children, that that cup is filled. The quality time is there. Now you have the, the time to go and do the things that you love to do. And maybe it's even taking a nap during the middle of the day, which seems crazy, but it is 100% achievable if it's what you desire and you're willing to work for it. So I just wanted to talk about that because being an entrepreneur, whether it's a digital business or it's something else, gives you freedom. And as a mom with small kids, the feeling can be a bit trapping at times where you are confined to a schedule, you are confined to a routine, you can't just get up and do what you want anymore. And that's what we all signed up for. So I'm not complaining about that. But you have the ability to decide to create the freedom in your life that you desire. It's just up to you to make that choice. So that's my little spiel about freedom and and how it is truly life-changing. And it's really at the core of what so many entrepreneurs are after when they start their own business. So let's jump into the first type of business that is not a digital business, but gets confused with it often. Network marketing. So many of you on here, I'm sure, have either heard of network marketing, have a friend or family member that's tried it, or maybe you have tried it for yourself. And again, this is my disclaimer, I am not talking negatively about network marketing because there are pros to that sort of business model. I'm just explaining that network marketing is not the mom side hustle digital business type of 
business and I'm going to explain the differences. So if you don't know, network marketing, there are many different companies like Unique, Saint, Norwex, Rodan and Fields. There's one called Arbon. There's a whole bunch. So I'm sure you have come across these companies in the past one way or another. And the way it works is you have somebody at the top. They're typically described as a pyramid style business because you have somebody at the top that develops the product. And then usually you buy into the company in some capacity. So you have to pay, let's say $100 or $500 and you get some product for you to try. And then it's up to you to sell the product. Now, how you do this has changed a little bit over the past probably five to 10 years. Back in the early 2000s, it was very, very much parties at your house, a Tupperware party or a makeup party or a spa party. You would have a party and the person who was selling, maybe it was you or a friend or a family member was selling the product. They would do a little presentation and then there would be a sales pitch, maybe have some wine or some snacks, whatever. And it was kind of like a nice fun night where you could also sell some of your stuff. It was very heavily reliant on family and friends. So it was word of mouth, family and friends style selling. Over the past five to 10 years, that shifted a little bit more into social media where things like Facebook stories, Instagram reels, TikTok has really taken off when it comes to videos of people either going viral or they're getting a lot of attention on their profile pages and selling their products that way. So it's not necessarily family and friends anymore. It's on a much larger scale because you're able to reach so many people on social media. The main difference with the mom side hustle being a digital business and network marketing is that with a digital business, you own every single piece from the the offers to the content to the brand, to every single decision that gets made in the business is yours and solely yours. With network marketing, that's not the case because you are responsible for moving the product. You don't create the product, you don't brand the product, you don't ship the product, you don't manufacture the product. Your responsibility is the marketing piece, is the sales piece. So there's limitations there as to how much control you have over what it is that you're selling because you don't have control over what gets put into production or what's being made next and so on and so forth. Some might say, well, I don't want to deal with all of that stuff. And then that's fine. Then that would be a, a, a good business model for you to look into. The reason why I don't like it is because there is a lack of control when it comes to your hard work, your energy, and what you're doing and putting into that business. So let's say you decide to go into network marketing and you're selling products for XYZ company and it's makeup. So you're creating videos, you're doing your makeup thing, you get a huge following, and a year later, the CEO of the business decides that they were gonna discontinue one of their most popular lipsticks, which I don't know why anybody would do that, but you as an individual, as a part of that company selling the product, you don't have control over those decisions, but you've built your business around those products that you don't have control over. So if something happens to those products and that's what your audience likes, then you could lose your audience overnight, essentially. And and that's a lack of control that I'm just not comfortable with. For some people, this business model works really well because 
they don't want to have the responsibility of product creation and all of these other things that go into having a business, especially when it comes to e-commerce, which we'll talk about in just a minute. You have to carry inventory. You have to worry about returns. You have to worry about all of these different things that when you're in network marketing, you don't worry about carrying inventory. There's other parts of the company that deal with all of that. But as I said before, the difference between digital business in terms of the mom side hustle and my coaching program is that you have complete control over every single thing that happens in the business from top to bottom. Nobody will take anything away and pull the rug out from underneath your business because you are the one that has control over everything. So that's the biggest difference between network marketing and digital business. And that's why the mom side hustle is not network marketing. All right, let's jump into the next business model. The next thing that I want to talk about is drop shipping. Drop shipping is a model where you sell physical products. It could be clothing, it could be tools, it could be camping gear, it could be literally anything. I think I might have mentioned this in the last episode, but in 2016, I had my own drop shipping store. I actually had a business where I was drop shipping and my product was dog car seats, believe it or not. So I think I maybe I'll do a, a different episode specifically on that business. But with drop shipping, the difference between e-commerce and drop shipping is that you don't carry inventory. So you decide on a product. You say, okay, I want to sell dog car seats, let's say. You find a manufacturer that is buying them from a certain company, and they take a whole bunch of car seats and they put them into a warehouse. You are a reseller of that product, essentially. So you can brand your website, you can give your website a name, all of those things, but the products that you're selling are other people's products. They have other brand names on them. When somebody comes to your website and places an order, you don't have the product sitting in your house. You don't have the product sitting in your own warehouse. You send a request over to the the warehouse or the company saying, okay, I need this product in this size, in this color, and I need it shipped to this place. And they'll ship it directly to your customer right from the warehouse. So the reason why dropshipping is attractive is because it mitigates risk. You're not going in the beginning of the month and saying, I need 10,000 units of this product and let me cross my fingers and hope that I move it. You are not taking on that risk. You only move what you sell and you don't have to worry about having extra product at the end of the month. Now, The downside to dropshipping is that, of course, this is gonna cut into your profit margins. So with physical products, you have to pay for the product, you have to pay for the shipping, and then you have to pay for the advertising costs, and then whatever's left over is your profit. When you dropship, they charge you more because they're taking the risk, not you. So your profit margins are smaller, which makes it that much harder to be profitable with a dropshipping model. Now it's absolutely 100% doable. It is a real viable business model and there are many people who have become successful with dropshipping. As time has gone on from the mid to early 2000s to now, everything really has changed in terms of pricing. Shipping has gotten very expensive and people have gotten very savvy on the internet. So as everybody has evolved over the last 10, 15, 20 years, the internet has also come a long way and users are just much more aware 
of what companies, products, and advertisers are doing. It's not a big mystery. It's they, they know what's going on. So let's say you have a store that sells dog car seats, so like me, and you are selling your dog car seat for $100. Somebody could go to my website, they could pull the product that I'm selling, they could go to Google, they could type into Google, dog car seat, whatever the brand name is on the dog car seat, and Google will pull 50 other websites that are selling the exact same thing. Just because you're selling it doesn't mean nobody else is selling it. The reason why the manufacturer is stocking the shelves with that product is because it's selling. So you have to think that, okay, now seller XYZ, ABCD are also selling the same thing. So now you have to differentiate yourself. That's a big part of business. Differentiation. There has to be something special and unique for people to buy from your store. Maybe that's you're offering them a discount. Maybe you're offering free shipping. Maybe you're throwing a free gift in there or something, whatever your offer is to entice them to get them to buy from you. But when it comes to physical products, people do buy based on price, especially when the product is the exact same across different resellers. So if I'm selling a product that's from Puppies R Us, that's the brand, and then other A, B, C, D, E, F, G retailers are also selling the same exact car seat that has the Puppies R Us brand, they are going to go to the place that has the lowest price but doesn't look too sketchy. (laughs) People don't wanna buy from a really sketchy website, but let's say they're all equally comparable in terms of trust factor. Why wouldn't you buy it for the lowest price? Because it's the same thing. And that's the issue with dropshipping is that differentiating yourself and your brand is incredibly difficult when you don't have your own product to put your own stamp on and say, this is mine. I created it this way because of these reasons. And this is what makes it different from that product and that product and that product and mine is superior. So you should come and buy from me. It's interesting when I look at dropshipping because yes, dropshipping has made people successful. It is one of those types of business models where it's like your business could be flipped on its head at any point. You have to pivot and change and maybe get a whole new product in there, rebrand. Let's say another company comes out and completely undercuts all your prices. And now you have much more competition in the marketplace and your profit margins just don't make sense anymore. You never want to build a business that is going to be a price competition because it's a fast trip to the bottom. It is so incredibly difficult to be making pennies per product that you're selling. It's just not sustainable. And that's one of the reasons why info products are so lucrative and popular for the business owner because there's a couple of reasons. First, you don't have to carry inventory with info products because the, the inventory is in your brain. And you as a person, are unique just you just you being you and that's your differentiation which is one of the most beautiful things about all of this is that because you are who you are and you have a unique footprint on this earth there is nobody that can come in and say well i'm the exact same replica duplicate of that business because it just inherently is different because you're different people that is a very powerful tool when it comes to marketing and selling different programs, memberships, 
whatever it may be in your business, when you get people to the point where they know, like, and trust you and they come to you as the go-to, as the resource, as the one that's going to make their lives better in some way, there's really no amount of money that can touch that. There is no price war. There's no, I'm gonna Google other people and look at their stuff. When people are investing in you as a person, it changes the game. It absolutely changes the game. And that is the biggest difference between drop shipping and digital business, most specifically the mom side hustle, because you have two things. One of them is the price, is that you're constantly being undercut on your prices with drop shipping. And the other one is that your business has inherent differentiation just by you being who you are. And that's very, very powerful in a business. Okay, on to the next, which is going to be affiliate marketing. I'm honestly excited to talk about affiliate marketing because I'm of two minds about it and the way that it is portrayed in the real world. So let's jump in. So if you're anything like me, then Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, they know where your interests lie because of the things that you click on, the things that you watch, the things that you spend time scrolling through, reading, so on and so forth. And for myself, I obviously read a lot of business type of posts or different business opportunities or what's happening in the world of digital business. So I get hit with a lot of ads on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. As a digital marketer, it's just in my nature to stop and look at ads and analyze them and see what the hook is, what the offer is, all these different things, what the ad image or the video is, what it looks like, how it's structured, so on and so forth. And over the past, I don't know, maybe six months, I have been bombarded on TikTok, bombarded. And I tried for so long to stay away from TikTok. I I did it for my business. <laughs> it's not going well. I'm just going to say that it is not going well on TikTok. I honestly feel like I'm 85 years old trying to use TikTok. Like it's like the thing that the young kids do and I just can't quite figure it out, but <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. But I will scroll on TikTok and just see what's happening out there. And literally at least five to seven times of session, I'm getting hit with these videos. Even if it's not an ad, it's like the algorithm is showing me these videos from these people that are coming on and they're saying, learn how to do this thing and you can make four figures every month working five hours a week or something like that. And first of all, when I hear that, it makes me pause because if something sounds too good to be true, it usually is. And I'm not saying that there aren't people that have done this specific program and been successful from it or made four figures in a month, but the amount of people that that happens for is minimal. And I can tell you exactly why. So the way that it works is, this is called quote unquote affiliate marketing, where in this instance, what you see on TikTok, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, then there's somebody or some company that created a course on becoming an affiliate marketer. So the course is how to become an affiliate marketer. And he went out and he sold a bunch of these courses. However, they sold it 
you get people in, you say, okay, go through the course. And by the time you get to the end of the course, you'll be able to go out and become an affiliate marketer. Fine. All right, let me back up really quick. The definition of affiliate marketing is to sell somebody else's products. You are the marketer of the product and you get a commission. It's kind of similar to network marketing in a way, I guess, except with affiliate marketing, you can do it with like all different companies. You could do it through email. And typically it's not with network marketing, you're reaching out to family and friends. You're putting your face on the brand. With affiliate marketing, you don't necessarily have to do that. If you have an email list, if you're a good copywriter, if you know how to build landing pages, if you know how to run ads, then there's a chance that you could be successful with affiliate marketing that way. ClickBank is a huge affiliate marketing platform where people who create offers, they go on, they put their offer on there, and then people can go in and they can use the marketing materials and they go out to their communities, whatever communities they have already established and sell the product. So that's the the way affiliate marketing works. The reason why I have been so irked by affiliate marketing lately is because of what I've been seeing on TikTok, going around, giving people false hope, giving people the idea that they can start this thing when in reality, a very, very small percentage of people actually become successful from it. Back to my original conversation was that when you're going through this process of these people go out, they, they go through the course, they say, okay, now I'm an affiliate marketer. Well, what the course teaches them is how to sell more of that course. It's like this sick loop that you get stuck in. And it's like, well, wait, what tools am I actually learning? What am I actually taking with me that I can go run off with? Whoever is at the top of this thing is getting very, very, very rich off of this system where they're selling the program, which probably costs 500 bucks or something. I think it's only $7 or like $15 or something to get started, but then they upsell you through the program. It's like, well, now you did this part. If you want to get to the next step so that you can actually start making money, now you have to buy this. And then once you get in and you do that and you go through the course, then it's your job to go out and sell the program. And whenever somebody buys the program through your unique link, then you get a commission. So in theory, utilizing social media, utilizing community building and all of that stuff, yes, you could make money from this because if you have people coming in that are interested, that are buying, you'll get a commission for every sale that comes through your link. The problem is, is that you have, like I said, there are so many people on TikTok that are doing it. Every single person has the same hook. It's the same, you make four figures in a month and you don't have to do anything. You only have to work for five hours. You have to take this course and then you're good. It's just not realistic. And it frustrates me because I don't like when people are being misled, right? Now that I got that off my chest, I want to talk about the the great part about affiliate marketing and the powerful side of it and why it is good for business owners to incorporate affiliate marketing into their business, especially digital business owners. So affiliate marketing is not bad by any means. I think it's gotten a bad name because of things like that TikTok thing or any offers that you see on Facebook that feel scammy. Usually it's an affiliate type of deal. So they have gotten a bit of a bad rap, but it doesn't have to be because it can actually be a great additional revenue stream to your business. So once you've gone out and you've done the work and you've gotten your community to like, know, and trust you, and you've built up offers that are helping people and it's creating more joy in their lives or it's creating something in their life that is making it better, 
and you're creating that impact that's important, then people, as they start to know, like, and trust you, are going to want your recommendations. What programs do you use? I'm not an expert in this thing, but who do you recommend that I could go to learn about this thing? Because people trust you, they're going to take your recommendations seriously. And a lot of times there are either with software programs or even other business owners that are in a different niche, but it relates to you. There's a a little bit of like a kickback thing going on where it's like, okay, well, if you refer me however many people, then you'll get a percentage of the sale or however you work out the, the details behind that. So as you can see, affiliate marketing, it can be very powerful and a very lucrative addition to your business in terms of a revenue stream that you don't really have to work too hard for. Because you already have that community built, because you already have these people that trust you, when you say, hey, by the way, I use this thing, this, software and it has absolutely made this part of my business so easy. I recommend it. And you say, if you buy through my link, you'll get 30 days instead of 14 days free. When you have info products and you are trying to help people get from point A to point B, and you know that there are things that are going to help them along the way, it just makes sense to add it as part of your program. So affiliate marketing is not bad, but it can be used in the wrong ways. The big difference to sum all this up between digital business in terms of the mom side hustle and affiliate marketing is that again, with affiliate marketing, you don't have control over the product. You don't have control over the shipping, what marketing materials go out with the product, how the product actually works, the quality of the product, nothing. You have no control over that. You are responsible for selling it and marketing it. And that's it. And then anytime somebody buys, you get you get that kickback. With the digital business, in terms of the mom side hustle, again, you have complete control over everything from top to bottom of the business. You control the offers, you control the value, you control everything. So for me personally, I'd rather have more control in my business than less control because this is a business that I'm building for a long time. It's not something that I just want to do for a year, two years. This is a business that I want to build into my career for the rest of my life. Therefore, it's very important for me to have control over everything. But I will absolutely, not will, I do use affiliate marketing as part of my digital business. And I think it's a very, very powerful way to increase your revenue in a passive way. So that is affiliate marketing. The next type of business I wanna talk about is not necessarily one specific business model, but it is a business that requires a physical storefront. So of course, with a digital business, you don't need to have a physical storefront. Your quote unquote storefront is your website or your landing page or your social media profiles. And because a digital business does not require you to have a physical storefront, it again gives you another level of freedom. When you own your own business, but you have a physical storefront or a physical building that you have to go to every day, it limits your flexibility because you have to be somewhere else from X time to X time. Even if you're not working conventional hours, eight to five, Monday through Friday, you're still tied to a physical location that is going to take you away from either being home with your kids or wanting to travel or work somewhere else. So there are limitations to having a physical storefront. And in addition, 
either you have to buy the building or you have to pay rent. So that's an additional overhead cost that you don't have to have with a digital business. The costs to start a digital business are so low that it is essentially, I'm not gonna say no risk, it is incredibly low risk. It's almost like, why wouldn't you try? Because it's not putting you out financially. When you wanna start a business that has a physical storefront or like e-commerce, for example, which I already touched on e-commerce a couple times, so I'm not gonna go into it too deeply, but one of the areas of e-commerce that makes it different than digital business is that you have to carry inventory. So with a physical storefront, you're paying one, two, three, four thousand dollars a month for rent and all of your costs to heat the building, air condition the building, maintenance, facilities, everything. And with e-commerce, you are paying for inventory upfront. So in the beginning of the month, you are shelling out, let's say $10,000 for your inventory for the upcoming month, and you need to move that product in order to make that money back plus make your profit back. And again, it's all doable. People have been running physical storefronts for a long, long time and e-commerce stores as well. But when I'm talking specifically for moms, one of the reasons why I found this sort of digital business, the mom side hustle to be so attractive is because the risk is low. And when you have little kids, it's rare to say, you know what, I'm going to make a a risky investment and invest a hundred thousand dollars in this business. It's just not always realistic. But with a digital business, if you have thousand dollars you can start your own digital business you won't even need that much to start it is incredibly low cost and low risk to start it's more of you are using your brain you are using your time and you are using your energy versus your money the main difference between a digital business and then a business that requires a storefront is that there is much more freedom and flexibility with a digital business One of the main differences between digital business and e-commerce is that with e-commerce, there is a financial burden to buy the product ahead of time, store it, and ship it. The next topic that I wanna bring up is I have been talking a lot about digital business and why it's so amazing. And truly, I do love digital business. I think that there is an incredible opportunity right now, especially for moms, that want more out of their life, that want more freedom, flexibility, income, they want that control, then there is something here that you need to look at. With that being said, I also wanna give you the real side of digital business in terms of what you can expect to get yourself into. As you can hear me talking through this episode, I'm biased towards digital business. I find it to be the superior business model for many reasons, as I've explained. That doesn't mean that it doesn't have its own challenges. This is by no means to deter you. I want you to go into this with your eyes wide open because I want you to really understand what it is that you're getting yourself into because it doesn't really matter what I say. You need to believe that you can do this. I I believe you can do this, but it doesn't matter. You need to believe that you can do this. So I want to explain everything from top to bottom, not crazy, like it's not going to be like another hour, but I want to explain a couple of hurdles and challenges that I had when I first started my business. Because as much as I would love to say it's all rainbows and butterflies and you just put something out there and people are like, yes, 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 I want to buy it. I want to listen to you. It's just not reality. And that's why I get frustrated when I see things 
like that affiliate marketing deal where it's portrayed as being something that's so easy. Owning a business has its challenges. Of course it does, but everything that I've done so far in my business, I have grown as a person. And there's definitely been days when I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? (laughs) But there are about 800,000 reasons why I'm doing it. And there's like two on the con list. So for me, it's a no-brainer. But I want to explain some of the not-so-glamorous pieces of the business because when you're just starting out or when you're coming to terms and realizing that this is what you want, you have to prepare yourself a little bit that everything isn't going to be sunshine and rainbows and bunnies. Getting started in digital business, nobody knows you and nobody cares what you have to say. I'm not trying to be harsh but it's just the reality. There are so many people on the internet trying to break through the noise and be heard. And when you don't have the credibility or the authority, it's harder to get that attention. Not impossible, it's still 100% achievable, but it takes time, it takes effort, and it takes consistency. I'll throw myself right under the bus. When you are the only one holding yourself accountable, you have to be really, really good about holding yourself accountable. And how badly you want this is going to help with that accountability. So keeping an idea of what you want your future to look like, how you want this business to change your life, the reasons why you're doing this business, always keep that right in the front of your mind because there will be times when you just don't feel like doing it. You just don't feel like doing the thing. When that happens and you start to take steps backwards, not have that consistency or that reliancy in your business is that your audience has to know that you're going to show up. And if you're not going to show up, they won't show up for you because you are a very, very small part of their day and you need to make an impact on the time that you do have their attention. So consistency, commitment, hard work, time, energy, effort, these are all things that are required. For me, I have big goals and big dreams for my business. So the amount of time and energy and effort that I work on it, think about it, it's high. And there's a high level of motivation behind that. But it's not something that you come in and you push a couple buttons and bada bing, bada boom, you got money coming in. It is something that, like I said, requires time, energy, and effort, especially in the beginning which is a good thing because usually in the beginning of a new adventure, your energy levels are high, you are encouraged, you are inspired, you are motivated, you are ready to tackle the next challenge. When you're getting started, you will need that energy because in the beginning, when you're starting a digital business, there is going to be a certain level of, you could say, grunt work that needs to be done. You need to get everything set up. And that is specifically what I help moms with, is getting the business set up so that when you are ready to launch it, everything is set up and done in an automated way. So automation is really, really powerful, especially in digital business. Especially, I mean, you can automate many different kinds of businesses, dropshipping, e-commerce, network marketing. There are different ways to automate it, but there's something unique about digital business and automation. When you decide, okay, I'm gonna start a digital business and it's gonna be on this topic, you write the email sequences once. You write them and then you launch them. And those same emails go out to all the new people that are coming into your business. Same with your offer. You create it 
and you launch it and you rinse and repeat over and over and over again. You spend the time creating the offer, creating the landing page, doing the grunt work, understanding your customer avatar, writing the copy, creating the images, and that all takes, like I said, time, energy, and effort. The beautiful thing is that once you have a proven offer, once you have something that is resonating, that is connecting, that is working, that is selling. It is a rinse and repeat system. You take the system that you have developed, you take the emails, you take the landing pages, you take the images, you take the ad copies, and everything that you've already done and you've already created, and you rinse and you repeat it right into your next launch. And that is a very, very powerful and lucrative way to run a business. Now, again, I don't wanna mislead anyone. In the beginning, you have to figure out what offer is resonating, and that can be challenging. It can be challenging, it can be defeating. When I, first thing I did when I started my business was I launched this big course. I launched a course and I, I was like, yes, 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 this is amazing, I'm gonna make a lot of money, I'm gonna help all these people, and not a single person bought it. And I call it a cricket launch because it was crickets. And you get let down, of course. It's devastating because you spend so much time and energy and effort and you're so excited and you're so pumped. And obviously you as the creator think that you have something really special. And when nobody else feels that way, you're like, wow, okay, I really missed the mark here. But when you're just starting out, you have to remember that people don't know, like, and trust you yet. And you have to get a pulse on where people are at and what they're willing to spend their money on and how they're willing to interact with you. And those are all things that happen through that learning phase in the beginning. So in the beginning, it's all about learning who your customer is, reaching out to them, what do they need, how can you serve them, and then what is the best product that you can deliver to them that's going to make their life better, that's going to make this thing for them easier, that's a solution for them to a problem that they have. And all of that is a big, fun puzzle that you need to figure out. But once you figure it out, what comes back to you is mind-blowing because not only is it lucrative where you will have people buying your stuff, people are buying your stuff and they're thanking you for it. And you are actually making a positive impact on somebody else's life. So not only are you financially fulfilled, but you're also fulfilling people in a way that is meaningful, impactful, and is making the world a better place, which ultimately is the only way I would ever want to run a business. I wanted to put that out there that because I've been talking a lot about how much digital business is amazing because it is, but I don't want to completely sugarcoat everything. It's a business. You're running a business. Running a business is like being on a roller coaster. There are highs and there are lows. It's inevitable. But the good thing is, is that I am building my business around empowering and building moms up who are wanting to go down this path, who are wanting to be on this adventure. That's my goal is to help these women through those ups and downs, celebrate with them on the highs and then pick them up when they're on their lows because everybody has the power to be successful in whatever it is that they wanna do. But sometimes you need that outside perspective to draw that out. That's what drew me to starting a business specifically with moms empowering, uplifting, and watching people be successful is one of the things that brings me joy in my life. So I think that's it for this <laughs> for this one. I have a lot more to come. We're going to be getting into some really good tactical pieces of 
digital business in terms of maybe you're at the point where you are ready to launch your digital business and you have certain things that you need help with and whether it's copywriting or offer creation or customer research or all the other moving parts and pieces of digital business, which I am going to be talking about in depth on different episodes. So I'm excited to bring you more marketing insights and knowledge to help you get started on your path to digital business. I want to say thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please just email me. I'll put my email in the show notes. And also, if there's something that you are struggling with in particular, let me know because I am more than willing to do an episode on a certain topic that you maybe are running into at this moment, even if you don't have a digital business or you have no idea if you even want to do a digital business. So let me know. I hope to hear from you and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening.